welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast, episode number nine. As part of our drowning prevention series, you can learn from Collins Hope on the tools that are available for service companies to make an impact in your community. Let's all work together to make a difference. Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. This is Michelle Cavanaugh with my co-host. Dave Rockwell. Hey, Dave. This is a, the, the conclusion of our four-part series for drowning prevention for Water Safety Month, May. And this will be the fourth episode that we've done in regards to drowning prevention. We've had Alyssa on before from Collins Hope. We've had Jeremy, who's on here um, from Texas and what he's doing in the Texas community. We have a new guest today, Blake Collinsworth um, with Josh the Otter Foundation. And he will talk a little bit about what he does, of course. But the goal of this particular podcast is to really to leave this four-part series with actionable items for you service and builders, whatever community you're in, you can have an impact in your area. Obviously, we're seeing some spikes in drowning due to this pandemic and people being at home and attention and, you know, supervise, you know, supervision and all that type of thing. We're starting to see an, imp uh, you know, an impact in a negative way. And we want to do whatever we can as a community to try to prevent that as much as possible. And that's the goal of this podcast today. So with that, I want to start with Dave. Uh, Dave, can you talk a little bit about before we get started with everyone else, what you have been, you know, I know you and I have spoken a lot about what service guys could do, and you have been with service guys for, you know, for 30 years doing this. And I think we talked about um, the last podcast with Steve Little, some really actionable items on how he trains his team, who was another podcast that we did um, about this topic. What are your thoughts on what service guys can do to really be actionable right now? Well, one of the things that I think we need to do is um, not get in a rut when we're servicing the pool, not just get into a habit of doing the same things, clean the tile, net the pool, test the water, treat the water, vacuum the pool, and leave. Right. We should, we should take a, an honest look and assess the pool uh, a little bit every visit, but then occasionally from time to time just uh, take the time to inspect the pool. Do the, do the fences, the, the gates latch and close, the self-closing mechanisms. Um, <clears throat> what, are the, um, what are the risks that are at each property? Uh, a property in, in Beverly Hills that has already has military grade security and uh, they're not really at risk from the neighbor's kids coming over and jumping in the pool. And a lot of them don't have kids, so the risk is relatively low. But right. there's also uh, pools where uh, grandkids come over, where the, the people actually have kids. And so um, in those cases, we want to be very vigilant in, in looking for situations that might be a, present a danger around the pool. And then just constantly have little conversations and reminders with our customers. Um, a big thing is communication. And, and just giving them ideas. A lot of people don't give it a lot of thought. Um, drowning, <clears throat> drownings have happened with highly educated people, uh, famous people, even people within our own industry. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've been at, at, at pool parties myself where we've had people not watching and, and there's a child somewhere in the pool in the deep end or even in the spa and water over their head they were in distress and nobody was looking and my blood just runs cold every time I think about things like that. Right. So it's just, we need to be vigilant and we need to train our customers to be vigilant. Absolutely. And Steve talked a lot about that when he was on. Alyssa, thank you so much for being on today from Collins Hope. Sure. You're, on a, you're actually 
I'm going to be launching this week, I think, next week, uh, um, the Yay. podcast that we did together. Can you talk a little bit about what Collins Hope does and maybe with your recommendation on something actionable that service guys can do right now? Sure, absolutely. Thank you for having me back on. Um, and, and let me say how important this group of people is to drowning prevention and to our water safety efforts, because I did my year as a uh, pool service tech uh, on the side of doing drowning prevention. And really, I learned a lot in that time of being in people's backyards to clean a pool, but seeing some of the behaviors, some of the gates being left open, toys left in the pool, things like that. And so I know how important this group that we're talking to is um, in terms of impacting people's behaviors to be safer around water. So thank you for, for pushing this out during May, which is National Water Safety Month. Um, I'm the executive director of Collins Hope. We're a water safety and drowning prevention organization based in Austin, Texas. But, you know, we work locally, regionally, statewide, nationally, um, and with a singular mission to raise people's water safety awareness to prevent uh, drownings. And how we do that, we do that through a lot of different things. We have a curriculum that's designed for younger kids, and it goes into schools and daycare centers and um, swim schools. It's a dry land curriculum. And, and we do tons of awareness and billboard campaigns and but one of the biggest things that we do is um, twofold I'll talk about both of them we have a website collinshope.org that has tons of water safety resources tips layers of protection um, and on that is our water safety quiz which I'll talk about because that's a simple thing people can do but we also distribute water safety education to parents and caregivers and I have our water safety card up here we distribute over 75,000 of these in English and Spanish each year to anyone that we can. Um, we usually give them out a lot in schools and that's a um, right now because of the situation we're in that sort of opportunity evaporated for us which is right. um, disappointing but yeah. we also that means that um, this group of the pool industry and the pool service industry is a huge huge um, group for us that can help get these. These are designed for parents and caregivers. And so um, an actionable, a very actionable and simple thing that pool service um, techs and companies, pool builders can do is get these water safety cards and you can get them on our collinsoapstore.org, but get them and distribute them to, during the month of May is great, but even any time throughout the summer or any time throughout the year, but give them to customers and clients. They have a wristband on the Water Guardian badge. They can, it's even hanging on the, on the, door handle. I know some uh, pool service techs don't want to talk to people. I mean, that's just the reality and they are fine just hanging on the doorstep or on the doorknob. Other people may want to have that conversation with a great chance to say, hey, we care about your pool, but we also care about the safety of your family. And here's some water safety education for it's, you know, a very simple deliverable that they can give out. And we have tons of uh, pool service companies locally and in other places, California yep. as well, that during the month of May get these out and they use it as a chance to have that conversation. So um, that's an actionable thing. Again, they're on our website. You can get them in packs of 20. English and Spanish. And so I would challenge anyone to go order as many as you can and just get them out there. It's education. And on the card, on the back of it, at the bottom, is a link to our water safety quiz, which is a very simple 
10 question quiz on our website, collinshope.org forward slash quiz. And we've had almost 11,000 people take the quiz so far. It's 10 questions, everything from don't leave a child unattended in the bathtub to how to get out of a rip current to there's a barriers and fences question. Um, and it's, it's, a simple, it's a simple thing. And it, we know that it increases people's education and their yeah. awareness around water safety. And some of our pool service partners put it at the bottom of their billing statement. So if they're doing electronic billing during the month of May and then throughout the summer months, they'll put it at the bottom and challenge their uh, customers to take the quiz. And um, Hal Denbar from Patriot Pool and Spa here in, in the Austin area last year, he offered an incentive to his customers. So for everyone that took the quiz in the month of May, he gave them, I think it was $10 off their next service. And all of a sudden we were seeing all these quizzes come in with a, yep. there's a comment section where you can put a hashtag and it was hashtag Patriot. And I was seeing a hundred of those come in in an hour. I'm like, called him up, what did you do? And he said, oh, I sent that out on our, our monthly billing for people and told him I give them $10 off their next service. So with that, we just increased people's education and yep. um, knowledge around water safety. So those are two really actionable things. Yes. Get water you safety cards. Do the water quiz right now. You don't have to wait and order cards. Right. You can actually put it on your billing statement or email it to your customers or however you want to get it out there. You can do that immediately. I took it Absolutely. last week, just so you know, and I've been encouraging folks to take it too. So we're going to have a campaign associated with each one of these podcasts that, you know, Perfect. that talks about that because they can do it right now. So yeah, Perfect. that's awesome. Yeah. And those yeah, and those are two simple things. And we, again, just to reiterate, especially during this time when many of us are out at in the community doing things for water safety, and we can't do that now. We're doing so much more at Collins Hope virtually and online, but right. you you guys are in people's backyards still, and you're seeing that. And with, essential services. You know, so we have, yeah. we have the ability to do something. Yep, yep. So that's a huge opportunity. So thank, thank everyone in advance for yep. responding to that and for helping us, because it's going to take all of us to... Together, to, yes. Together. Yes. Thank you so much, Alyssa. Sure. Blake, let me talk to you. Blake, and you're on mute, just so you know, Blake, in case you try to talk. But um, Blake Collingsworth is with Josh D. Otter. It's Josh D. Otter Foundation, correct, Blake? I'm not messing that up. Well, it's actually the Joshua Collingsworth Memorial. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess. That's a product. That no, you guys have. I messed up. That's how we're known as Josh D. Otter. Yes. So can you explain a little bit about what you guys do and, you know, maybe a, a, an actionable item that service guys can take from your perspective? Yeah, I will, I'll start off by our story is we lost our son Joshua in June of 2008 to a backyard pool drowning. We were having a large family get together. Uh, a lot of people throughout the course of the day coming and going, getting in and out of the pool, some going to get barbecue stuff. And that was a, a, a moment in time where that backyard pool was empty. That whole area was empty, but we noticed that Joshua was not around. You know, it's one of those things when there's silence, and you say, how oh, this is an eerie silence. And yeah. my wife looked out the back door and, and Joshua was in the backyard pool, in, in the pool floating. And we ran out there, pulled him out of the pool and gave him CPR until the EMTs arrived. And he was lifelighted to the hospital. Sadly, three days later, we had to make the decision to pull him off the of life support. And um, he passed away about 45 minutes later due to the complications, the loss of oxygen to his brain, did not allow his brain to function his vital organs. And so when we, when we came home from the hospital three days later and I started looking around, because we have a vinyl cover on our pool, we live in Nebraska, that so you can walk over that cover. We also had fencing, we had a lot of the different things in place. And for me personally, the one thing that 
kind of really drove me nuts was Joshua was two and a half, but he was very eager to please. And he always wanted to do stuff with mom and dad. From what we can tell, he slipped out the back door. He saw his older brother's water gun, his squirt gun, which his older brother would never let him play with. And he saw an opportunity to go try to fill that water gun. And we believe he just lost his balance and fell in the pool. We did not have him. He did not have the survival swim courses. They were hadn't really started in Nebraska at that time. But the one thing that really dawned on me is how much Joshua wanted to please us. And he was very obedient. He was just that type of child. A lot of them are rambunctious and little devils. We know that. But I, it kind of bothered me that we really never had the conversation with Joshua about water is a fun place for the family, but it's not something you do alone. So you don't go by the water unless you have an adult uh, with you, adult, grandparents, mom, dad, whatever the case may be. So I started trying to think, how, how do we start this conversation with young kids? Because yeah. we need to have parents involved in the conversation and get them more aware of the true quick danger of drowning. Constantly, we need to be doing that. And it seems like right now, with all the distractions going on, that's so much more difficult for parents. So I like the thought of trying to give some of this capability into the child's hands and mind of how they can help themselves or how they can help their brothers and sisters or their friends. Right. So uh, on a plane ride, wrote the book, Josh the Baby Otter. And Josh the Baby Otter is a character that, um, a little otter that's first learning to swim and it talks about otters and educates children about otters, but it also informs that otters are born in a den and their moms drag them into the water and teach them to swim just like, just like uh, we do as adults. But the important message is, is put into the book that you don't go around water unless you get mom and dad. Yeah. And by doing that, what we've seen over the last 10 years is the amazing part is how this message sticks with kids for a long time. And we hear them lecturing other kids so you have a child that's heard this message and they'll let, I've had grandmother say my seven-year-old was lecturing my three-year-old granddaughter that she was getting too close to water and she wasn't an otter yet. So we believe we're the introduction to the conversation to kids in a fun and non-scary way. Uh, the nice part about the book is the front and the back side of it also has messages to the adults. So if they're reading to their four or five-year-old or three-year-old about water safety, they're getting that education as well. So again, the, the, the pool service industry is the front line and fantastic people. And they come in and they do such great work around the water. If they understand or know that they have a family and there's a child that's just now a toddler or in that circumstance, you know, giving them some information, helping them out to say, you know, Toddlers are fast. This can happen a lot quicker than you may think. And if you're off changing the diaper on another child and you have a toddler, you know, just, just starting that educational program. So, you know, we, we want people to be out there talking to kids about how important it is. They just don't go around water unless they get an adult. We need, we need all the layers of protection, the alarms, the, you know, the cameras, the covers, you name it. We need all that we should start right away teaching kids about this. Hopefully our, what our mission is, is when a child is from five and gets this message and they become 20 some and they have their own child, that this is ingrained to them just like seat belts are today. Right. The, all the messaging, don't cross street without looking both ways, don't talk to strangers, 
we need to be doing this about water yeah. and it's a fun way and we should be educating them. And I'm showing off our uh, water safety cards from Collins Hope that have Joshua's story on there. Yeah. So it's a great tool that we use as well. And we have hand puppets that we use. Our biggest thing is for distribution of our books is the public school system and private school system. Right. And we've been partnering with Rotary Clubs all over the United States and even in other parts of the world for years. And they go into kindergarten classrooms, they read them the book, and we have mascot suits we loan out. And then they send the child home with the book and encourage them to share that with the whole family and brothers and sisters. This spring uh, really hit us hard by not having school. Right. On average, we do about 50,000 books a year through Rotary Clubs. And we're probably half of that this spring because they right. do it right before school's out. And so we're, we're disappointed that we're gonna miss that. Some of the Rotarians are trying to figure out a way to do it. But the other thing I'd like to tell your, uh, your, your viewers is Rotary Clubs love to partner with people. Yeah, So if you, know, right. if you know a Rotarian, this would be a way to, for you to talk to a Rotarian and say, hey, you know, I'm in the backyard pools. I could give them materials if you'll help me fund it. You wanna, you wanna co-sponsor this program with me. Great idea, there's, great there's idea. a lot of great ways that you can work with them in your local communities to partner with this. And not only that, you're talking to a bunch of Rotarians, it, you know, it's potential for business as well. Yeah. It's a good networking opportunity, but then you're doing good within your own community. If they wanted to buy the book or buy a, a pack of books or whatever they would like to do for their customers that have kids, where would they do that, Like, uh, JoshTheOtter.org. Okay. Is our website. We also have a free downloadable app for the book. Oh, that okay. Has a long song has coloring sheets and and a pledge that they say that they've learned the importance of being safe in and around water. And then, but if they go on the main website, that's just regular retail pricing. We also have um, what we call partners in prevention pricing, and then that's bulk pricing. So if they just call the number and um, go to the different prompts, we'd be happy to help them out if they wanted to buy multiple copies to give to their customers. Like, would, would that be, um, would, uh, just so we can clarify that for some of the constituents of this um, podcast, would you consider us um, a partner? So we know that, that, that the pool service industry would get partner pricing. Anyone oh, yeah. in the pool? Okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify that going in case yeah. somebody was watching, didn't know if they should reach out to you or not for partner pricing yeah, good, because that's, exactly. that's important mean, to know. Right? Yeah, our, Jeremy, thank you. Our biggest problem is the, uh, you know, when you get into the partner pricing, if someone buys one or two, we can barely afford to mail it. Yeah. Makes so sense. it has to get up there. to. Yeah. Un understood. Yeah. I mean, I would just say yeah, yeah. partner pricing is 50 or more or whatever it is you do. Yeah. So, sorry. Nice segue, Jeremy, because I, the, the cool thing about you, we've had you on the podcast before, and this is the conclusion of the four-part series, like I said, and you explained what you do um, in your community in Texas as, as a service company to try to, and I think in, in May, can you describe a little bit again about what you do? Because this could be, uh, you know, well, so other this, guys can emulate it. Yeah, so this year we did something brand new. Um, like I said, uh, Jesus Alterade with uh, Children's Medical or Children's Health now. I'm sorry. Children's Medical, Children's Health, whatever you want to call it. Um, we actually just finished the letter. Um, I actually sent, uh, did an article for the New York Times, or a freelance writer for the New York Times on this just uh, Thursday, did an interview with her. But we finished the letter, and what we're doing this year is because all, almost all of the injury prevention centers in the hospitals were doing the same thing, like Blake talking about the Rotarians in the schools, 
I also did presentations. I did them at about four or five schools and Jesus and, and the children's did it at about 15 schools. So we're not doing that. But with that being said, what happened is, is now we're sitting on a, a large quantity of water safety materials that we had planned to give out to the community that we now don't have the ability to do because of schools and things like that. So uh, we're trying this as a, as a trial run, but we finished a letter that goes out to every one of my customers and it says, hello, Tadpole families, you know, talks about some rules of the, you know, rules of the pool. Um, and it talks about how important it is for you, you know, watch your children and this stuff. And it also has uh, an email on there that says, you know, we will provide every family with up to three U.S. Coast Guard approved life jackets. Um, all they need to do is email Jesus with the weight because that's how they go by weight, not by age and size. Right. Um, and we will, we will pick them up and drop them off the next service. As long as they email, they're going to drop them off and we're going to, our service guys are going to put them in the backyards at the back door. Now, with that being said, we also talked about one of the things I do in the month of May is, is I give my guys where they don't have to write their hand, write their, um, chemicals and leave it at every door. Um, this in the month of May, we leave a water watcher tag. Like we have some of Alyssa's. So we'll leave Alyssa's. Um, the, the first week is obviously going to be the life jacket one, um, just cause right. that's this new program we're trying to start. Second week would be uh, a water watcher tag. Um, it, we, I have so many that I usually give everybody a mixture of everyone. So I have Alyssa's, I have Blake's, I have uh, Abby's hope ones. Um, yeah. and some other, I, I, I try to use all foundation families materials. I try not yeah. to use anything but a foundation family materials. Um, and then the next week we do the coloring sheets that Blake has. Um, and then the fourth week, we usually go back with a pamphlet and a water, wa a different type of water watcher tag or another one, because normally we get asked for multiples because they're going to send it to grandma's house and they're going to keep one at their house or whatever. Um, yeah. so for the month of May, I think that's important to do. I think we, you know, it's important that we make sure that, and we've actually been doing it already. Um, we had a, a winter drowning water watcher tag printed up this year from Children's Medical Center. Um, so we handed that out uh, earlier in the year when it was cold and now it's 97 yeah. degrees or something. But I think it's important that we always keep water safety uh, at the cusp of our guys. You know, I, I mean, we get storms through here and a pool's going to turn green or get cloudy or whatever it might be. Maybe somebody didn't improve a filter clean, but it doesn't mean we don't care about your family and don't care about your pool. Yeah. And I try to explain to people things are going to happen in the pool that are going to make you unhappy with the way it looks or smells or whatever sometimes it's, but always remember about the safety aspect of your pool. Like, you know, one of the things I, one of my biggest rules is if there's pool, if there's toys in the pool, I don't care how mad you are that day to my guy. Cause he's like, man, it's always like 50 toys. Don't care. If you don't, if you don't want to clean the pool, if you, if you just want to get the toys out and treat the chemicals, and put all the toys by the back door, as long as they're out of that water, I don't care how mad you get, you just have to get all those toys out. I said, you know, normally, if, in the, the good thing is, is in the summertime, at least in the Texas area, when people are using their pool, it's usually not dirty. It usually, usually needs to have the chemicals done, brushed down, and you know, doesn't have to always be vacuumed because our live oaks aren't falling, all the big mm -hmm. leaves aren't dropping anymore. So one of the things I do is, is you know, any pool that has toys, I usually say, take a picture of the toys by the back door. And they're like, you sure you want me to leave them here? I don't want them mad. And I was, they're like, they give me a good Christmas bonus. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. They're going to be more happy that they're by the back door than they are in the pool. And if they call and say, hey, he stacked all this stuff at the back door. I'll say, yeah. You know, it's, it's a, one of the uh, causes that uh, for drowning is just 
children try to go in and get the toys back out and they can't swim and you know grandma and grandpa might be asleep and they slip out the back door and do these things so we actually have discussions in my office with my guys have breakfast sometimes and you know maybe we'll have somebody come in and talk about a chemical they want to use and they'll bring breakfast but every Every manufacturer that I have ever dealt with, because they know my background uh, with the NDPA, working with people like Alyssa and Blake, um, and amongst many other foundation families that are out there um, who, who would love to have their name spread too. Um, one of the things we talk about in, in the manufacturers with is they are willing to sponsor anything. And then when we bring up the water safety aspect of it, they're like, you know, you're one of the forefront runners of this thing. And it has taken off like wildfire in our industry. And, you know, everybody calls you because you have the connections with everybody. But if you look across like where Dave is um, from East Coast to West Coast or, or and all the way up to the Northeast, um, we have seen a huge increase in service guys starting to pay attention to water safety. Yeah. And it's because of the strives of people like uh, Blake and Alyssa and other foundations with Families United that have let me hear their stories, brought me into their homes and taught me that there is more to doing what I do than just servicing the pool. And that's what everybody needs to remember is it's not just a mind, you're not just a mindless machine back there doing something. You can actually pass on a message and, and bring up Alyssa's uh, deal earlier. She's absolutely right. We talked about this on the last podcast. 50% of the guys that work for you or work on in the pool industry, they want to keep their headphones on and keep moving and they don't want to talk to a single person, man. They are introverts to the extreme. And I mean, yeah. like when they see somebody, they're out, you know, and they'll come back they'll wait for that person to go back in. Then they'll go back in the backyard. You know, I mean, it's that bad, but you know, it, it doesn't mean they're a bad technician. They're probably one of the smartest pool techs there is on the, in the industry, but at the same token, they just want to pass that message on and do their own, especially now with social distancing. You know, we have a whole different, aspect of this game where customers come out and talk to us all the time and we kind of keep and they feel safe because you're almost family remember one of the weird things about what we do is is we're in private space of someone's yard someone's fan, you know someone's that's their private space like you know you got a painter that comes in he may be there once every seven years we're there every week and they get to know you over time and it's important and they get to know the guys that don't like to talk and they're fine with that you know as long as the pool looks good they're good but the same token it doesn't take much to leave a message that, that Blake and Alyssa are both trying to pass on to help um, make our children safe and honestly to make our children and adults safe. So, um, Well, Jer Jeremy, what you've said before, and I take this so seriously, is you've, I've heard you say it in, in presentations that you guys are trusted people. And yes. that's the biggest thing is like having the people that are the trusted ones communicating the message is so, is so incredibly huge and impacting it is well, I, I was gonna it. ask how do you fund this so jeremy for those guys of the service guys that are probably you know they want to have an impact but they don't know how to fund something like this obviously the quiz that Alyssa was talking about you don't have to have any money to do that but if they want to actually fund giving some tools to homeowners and things like that how do they how do you fund it how do you build that into your business model well i normally would okay so for this year this year is a perfect example because any hospital if you approach them injury prevention-wise, if they have a water safety program, they're going to not make you pay for it because usually they're a nonprofit hop. You know, I mean, that's, that side of it's nonprofit. Now, with that being said, uh, I would venture to say between, if you go, and I'm not gonna pin anybody out because that's unfair. Um, if you would go to the Families United website, there are some foundations that, who do have smaller things. Like I, I will pin Blake for just a second. 
he's, Blake has an incredible activity sheet that I hand out at every startup with a water watcher tag from um, Abby's Hope and um, uh, some other material from some other foundations. But it's a, it's that it's just a, it's a one it's a sheet that has two sides. And I would venture to say Blake would say, hey, you know, if some of you guys need help funding it, maybe we could get with um, Ipsa and actually start a fund. I'm not saying we can, but yeah. maybe we should look into help funding of water safety materials for our members. Now, that, that, that doesn't include people that aren't. Um, for them, I would say start with the hospital. Um, and by all means, they can always reach out to somebody and say, hey, I'm just doing this want to see how it goes. Can you send me 50 water watcher tags, Alyssa, or most something of, like that? Most of us will work with people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that for sure. And, and I, like, I hope I can speak for you. We have to pay to, to do all that we do. I mean, we have yeah. to raise our money. And so there's that. But we, I know from the Collins Hope side of things is if someone is unable to make a donation or able to, we need to get this information out. And so where we can, we will work with people. Another thing we have is bookmarks that are um, super cheap and they're another thing. And then also, as Jeremy's mentioning, we have, there's a lot of downloadable resources out there. I mean, you still have to print them, but, yeah. but I can say that of all the Families United groups that are in this, that are part of the Families United to Prevent Drowning, all of us want to get this information out there and we want to do it with as many partners as we can. So while we have to fund our efforts because that's how we keep the, the lights on and keep doing the work, I, at least I can speak for Collins Hope is that we'll work with anyone to figure it out. I've had yeah. people pay out there. Um, I want a, a 500 water safety cards, but I can't do it now. And it's been like, can I give you $20 every month for, it's like, whatever, whatever, yeah. you know? So, yeah. so in most cases, I can't speak for everybody, but in most cases, I mean, because we have to cover our costs. That's just the reality, yeah, but, of but we, yeah. Makes yeah sense. We have, we have a lot of downloadable materials because mm -hmm. we've really tried to ramp yeah. that right now. Uh, we're doing Otter Spotter Day, which this will probably broadcast after Otter Spotter Day, but we really promote May as Water Safety Month. So we have downloadable materials. We have um, even this fun hand ma uh, face mask, and that's yes. downloadable, yep. and it can be printed out. And the kids can color on it. We have it this way, or they can color it in. And so there's a lot of things the kids can do at home with this. A lot of that information is free. So just by them say, presenting it to their customer, mm -hmm. they can put Collins uh, water safety quiz on there and say, hey, by the way, here's a downloadable app with yeah. the children's book in there to keep the kids safe. But I, I would really stress the partnership with mm -hmm. um, anybody, Rotary Clubs, Children's Hospitals, those type of partnerships, they'd love to team up with somebody because a lot of times they have the resources, they just don't have the manpower to get the information. To get it out. Well, and there's, a, there's another aspect to this that, I mean, y'all don't get to play with as much as us guys out in the field do. For instance, I probably have 10 good customers that I could walk up to and say, I need to get some water safety material um, to get out to everyone. Uh, and this is, this is really specified to the guys watching this podcast at service pools like I do. I guarantee every one of you has a customer that would be like, you know, they give money to this, that, and the other. And if you walked up to them and said, I'm trying to get some water safety material and I don't have enough money to do it. Could I help? Would you be willing to help me uh, sponsor a, a partnership like this? And you could put, you know, we could put your name on the billing or whatever you wanted to sponsored by. And I'll promise you, you're mm -hmm. out of, out of 50 customers, you're going to find two that will be willing to jump right on that. Now today's, today's with everything going on, I'm not sure, but on a normal year, you could probably find, 
out of 50 customers, between two to 10 customers that would donate something to help you get your water and safety materials to other families, including theirs. That's a great um, so, idea. Well, I mean, you get to yeah, know these customers. Yeah, great idea. You just yeah, have you to get, ask. You just have to yeah, be willing to ask. That's, that's right. the issue. Yeah. I was going to say, too, in regards to swim schools, uh, for those of you that are servicing um, smaller swim schools, and obviously the aquatic facilities, the larger aquatic facilities are not going to be open for a while in most of the states. But the smaller swim schools, the private swim schools, we just sent a letter to um, all the health officials um, in every county in the state of California with the U.S. Swim School Association and NDPA. We did a specific and, a, and probably, you know, 200 swim schools listed on there. We just sent a letter out to the governor and all the health officers to talk about the importance of learning to swim. Now, obviously there's some con concerns about, you know, social distancing and how do you still do that? We made a recommendation in that letter and all of our logos are on it. U.S. Swim School, CPSA, PHTA, NDPA. Um, and that letter can be modified for your state. So if you're a particular state where you're concerned about swim schools not being open, because that's another aspect of drowning prevention that we're concerned about. If you can't teach kids to swim, that's a problem. So you can contact the U.S. Swim School Association from wherever state you're in. They have a, a letter now that can be modified and maybe put your logo on it or whatever associations in your state make sense. And that could be sent out to the health officers in every county in your state. Because we think it's really important to have swim schools open in a safe way. We're not encouraging, you know, craziness. We're just trying to encourage safety, but also kids need to learn how to swim. That's important. Yeah, I think that was... Uh... It's, it's on phase two, right? It would be with phase two restrictions. Yeah, we'll see. I think every state's different. Yeah, yeah. Cause um, we're, we're opening Texas. They said that, that most of the public pools will be open on May 17th, which I think is pretty Really? Quick. Wow, it's that stakes. is bad. Yeah, so, well, my son lifeguards, and he's been kind of bummed that he doesn't have a job. Yeah, um, right. But they're, they're saying that this, uh, it's a country club pool, yeah. so I don't know. Maybe that's I, yeah, a little bit I'm not. I think the rest of them are not going to be that soon. I saw. I don't. About, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, probably a little bit. But it's just yeah. gonna. I think we're gonna have to. They're gonna have to see, especially here in Texas. We just opened up partially yesterday. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Been been a little that's nutty. Another way. Here. Yeah. 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 And Blake. Uh, by the way, Blake. Um, I don't know if you know this, Michelle, but Blake actually has um a swim school. Oh, I did not know that, Blake. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we just opened it up last April. A year ago. Any and, issues uh, with it being open in Nebraska? Yeah, we're closed right now <laughs> because we do one of swim schools aren't open, but we also do uh, infant and toddler water training. It's a very small personalized, so it's one on one instruction. I see. So you can't get social distancing that way. But I've, we've had a lot of conversations about the, the value of chlorine and how it can kill yes. bacteria, mm -hmm. and it does take care of coronavirus. So we, feel we like just did a podcast of this episode this week with. Um, Hasa in regards to liquid bleach, and they, we talked all about, you know, how it's helped in different areas with, you know, disease outbreaks all over the world and how you could disinfect, um, you know, surfaces around the pool, not just in the water. And so, Blake, if you want access to that letter, I can send it to you or, you know, if you want to be able to maybe get that out to somebody in, in Nebraska so we can get the swim schools open in a safe way, you know, I'm happy to provide that because that's another way I can that's Blake is our yeah, Blake is I, our I, incoming yeah. president to the NDPA, just so you know. Oh, oh, so he, he yeah. has a copy of that letter. <laughs> I, I was asked by I was asked by Adam, our executive director, on one of our executive committee calls as VP coming in as president, not there yet. Yeah. The, to look it over and see if we would sign on to it. And I've been all for signing on to I mean, it yeah. is an essential business. It Teaching is children to swim is an essential business. Absolutely. I believe they can do it in a safe 
way, but we got to save kids' lives, teach them to swim, and educate them. Yes. So I think for all the service guys and even builders, if you're listening to this as well, because Ask the Masters is our partners as far as another podcast that we, we kind of co-brand sometimes. I think you've heard today many actionable items that you can take immediately, some that are free, some that cost a little bit of money, but there's great recommendations on how to fund some of those things. And I think the important you know, takeaway for me is, you know, the more that you are an asset and uh, to, to your customers and you show them how much you really care and what the impact you can have on, on their family, I think that you're going to be somebody that they want to have around. And when they have, they have to cut budgets in the future for whatever services they have in their life, you know, maybe somebody like you who's actually doing something that really has a positive impact on the family may keep you around. So I think that's truly important. I think we can make a difference. I implore all of you to at least start with the, the water safety quiz on Collins Hope website. You can easily send that out immediately. Okay. Let's get some information out there and whatever ask, you know, these, any of these tools that we talked about, if you can get those to your customers and start having an impact, I think I implore you to do that. It's so important. And if you prevent one kid, one kid from drowning or even a non-fatal drowning, what, you know, you can impact somebody's life in a positive way. So I, I, I want you to, to use this as, you know, an actionable way to get out there and support your community. Michelle, can I, I want to mention something real quick. A guy named, sure. uh, I want to mention three builders that I know have been working with me on water safety in there. One of them's in the state of Texas. His name is Benjamin Lassiter. Um, he's at an Austin area. Also yeah. Rick Chafee from Red Rock Builders. And of yep. course, my very good friend, uh, Dave Penton from Fluid Dynamics out in your area. Yes. Absolutely. And, and of course, Jimmy Reed with Rock Solid Tile. Those three guys, in fact, Blake Collingsworth has met Dave Penton from Fluid Dynamics um, when, yep. we went to, when we had an NDPA meeting out there and we had dinner with him in Anaheim, California. Uh, and so I want to yeah. give a special shout. All the builders are, are coming up to, I will have to say, they're coming up to speed. I think that we yep. all need to look at the aspect of how we encourage builders to bring this up during the process the of selling yeah, sell, or just selling the pool, even selling yeah, the pool. Exactly. I think it's very important to bring that aspect up and these guys do a good job of it and they're, they are at the top of their game. So thank you to those Absolutely. guys. So following that up here in Austin, uh, Cody pools, when they ever, when they give the new, the binder that's, Hey, welcome to your no, new pool. They put a water safety card in there. And so you're exactly yeah. right. The put a book in there. The they should put beginning. a card in there. Yeah. They should do all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And we just, um, working with Latham pool products and every time they send out a pool cover or any product, they include a water safety card and they're doing 20,000 this year. So, I mean, that's huge as we move, you know, we can move the needle on this if we we're can. working together. So, yes. you know, thank you for the service industry. One connection that I would like to bring up to people, uh, especially guys in the industry, would be real estate agents because yeah. mm -hmm. you're talking yeah. talked about somebody, you're talking to somebody who's buying a house that has a pool that may not have had one before. So connecting with agents that are speaking with those buyers, they're having a closing with them. Hey, the agent can give them a closing gift, or maybe yeah. they conjunction as a closing gift, and it has the water watcher card. It could have. Uh, Stewie the Ducklers to Swim, another great children's book. It could have yeah. Rock the Otter. It'd be a simple little packet to say, hey, congratulations on your new home. Enjoy your pool. Mm -hmm. Let's have the whole family be safe at the same time. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, a, we, had, a, we had an interesting conversation about that on the last podcast. I, I've always wanted them to, um, on closing of a new house, closing of a pre-existing house, anything that has a pool or is getting a pool or whatever. I don't care how it works. I'm not a, an agent, but... I've always said that inside there, it needs to say something about 
offering water safety material, talking yep. about a pool being a, a hazard, a, 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 an oasis, but also a hazard, and any closing paperwork. So people stop and read that and go, mm -hmm. what, what is this? It's a right. drowning hazard, but it's also an oasis. It's a beautiful thing to have, but it's, it's, it's hazardous at the same token. And the more we embrace that truth, they're not going to run away from it. They're going to they're going to stop and respect it more. I think mm -hmm. my personal yeah. opinion. But we talked about that on the last podcast, so we did. Um, we did. Thank you so much for your input today. I really truly admire all of you for what you're doing, and I have a lot of respect. And just hope that people will take advantage of the resources that are out there and really do something in their community that would be so wonderful. <laughs> and Dave, and I, we've been quiet over there, but do you want to close us out, or do you have any final thoughts? I do. Um, I, I want to thank all, all of you that, for the, uh, the time you've spent with us uh, on this podcast. And I want to say that personally, you have raised my awareness. I was involved with the uh, Orange County Children's Hospital 10 or 10 years or so ago. Uh, I, I went to some public events and passed out literature and for some, somehow things, life got in the way and I got away from that. And, and so um, I'm very inspired right now to, to get back involved. And, and one of the things that we talked about that um, the schools are not in right now, and we may think that we can't um, uh, use that as an avenue of contacting people, but uh, for my own situation, my son uh, has Zoom meetings every, almost every day with his class. And um, this has inspired me to reach out to his teachers. And I wanna talk to you offline about you know the curriculum and what I can do. And so I have something organized to, to offer. Um, yep. But, but another here, great, that's another great action item, Dave. Yeah, and it, it's not just it's not just pools that are a threat here. We everybody here goes to the beach. Uh, Open water. Ocean. We have lakes. Uh, we have the Colorado River. People go quite frequently. So uh, pools are not the only drowning hazard, and and uh, water safety awareness is something that um, uh, I'm going to get back involved in. And thank you for that. Yay, Dave. Yes. Hey, thank you. Thank you guys so much. It's so inspiring. And we're going to keep promoting this and keep encouraging people to do something and take action. So thank you so much for all of your efforts. And we hope that you stay safe and healthy and uh, you contact any of us if you need some additional help or resources. Thank you so much. Best day ever. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A new voice in the industry. A resource for all. Education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast build relationships, and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast, backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.